Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, over Skype, once again, by my lovely, wonderful co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. It's a new discography, more or less, per episode. And today, we will be discussing every album by... The New York Dolls. Break out your stilettos and your hairspray and your lipstick. It's going to get wild. Oh, fun. Uh, Feelings. What? I got feelings. Oh, I got feelings too, dude. I got a lot of feelings. I have way more feelings about this band than I ever imagined. I was going, I thought this was going to be a fun, just going, fuck it, New York Dolls. This is going to be a great time. No, I'm mad, dude. This is fucking (laughs) not at all. Jesus. So plugs out of the way. Let's get them out of the way. If you'd like to support us, please subscribe on youtube.com slash every album ever. Leave comments, thumbs up, tell a friend, yada, yada, yada. Rate, review, you know, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. You can follow me on Instagram at Pope Jesse Ventura and Alex at Mother Puncture. I post clips of the show, clips of my Twitch channel and clips of me playing music. It's all fun. It's all under a minute. So it's pretty, you know, you know, within a minute if you like me or not it's good it's good i swear to god please look at it <laughs> uh and uh if you like there's a playlist associated with every single album that every single episode that we do and there should be one the new york dolls uh right now there should be a spotify link in the description of where you're listening or watching uh man I, I, i'm going through them fast so i'm already like holy shit i'm already at patreon patreon.com slash every album ever <laughs> there we have bonus episodes early access to the loose end series that's where we cover albums of bands we've already covered. Hold on. Let me rephrase that. We cover recent albums by bands we've already covered. Uh, so you type all the loose ends. Make sure we get every single fucking album that they've done. Uh, Patreon members get access to those episodes a month in advance. Uh, and then also you can get, you know, patrons get 20% off all merch. We're getting, we're getting more merch coming, by the way. More merch. Merch associated with the podcast this time, like actual podcast merch. Come on, it's, yes, it, it's gonna fucking it, come, dude. In talks with the real live artists. Oh yeah. What else? Oh yeah, you can also jump the line if you want to request an artist. Every album member at gmail.com. Send our suggestions. We we put all the suggestions into a gigantic Google Doc uh, with the names of the person who suggested it highlighted. We will get to them. But if you if you're impatient, if you're like me, you don't want to fucking wait. You want to jump that line. Tier two patrons get to jump the line. We have. Uh, like our friend uh mario mario with, we, with the roots we, with the roots the roots was a patron requested also this is episode 74 next week is a very special patron requested episode and then uh two more actually after that will be patron requested uh interesting picks you guys have very uh interesting stuff but anyway okay <laughs> uh new york dolls New York doll. I was. Here's what I thought. You want to know what I thought? I thought I was gonna like this band, Alex. We're on the same page. Fuck. Fuck, man. <laughs> like, I can tell when we start procrastinating the same. Yeah. I can tell we f- we feel the same. <sighs> and I f- I feel like I was tricked into listening to like a shittier Aerosmith. <laughs> Yeah, I think and some go ahead. Oh yeah. Shittier Aerosmith, shittier kiss. Like I think this is one of the most overrated bands of all time. I think they're extremely overrated, but I do get 
how they influenced better music. <laughs> and man, so I go in knowing that Johnny Thunders is the guitar player. And I fucking like Johnny Thunders a lot. Like I've heard his stuff with the Heartbreakers and that mm-hmm. stuff is like, it's awesome. I like, I fondly remember that. And I still like, I'll never forget those hooks. Like those are good songs. I'm like, okay, why yeah. wouldn't, why wouldn't this be the case? This is his first band or, you know, band he was in prior. Uh, it's not, it's not that it's just rock and roll. No. It's not punk. It's like you get uh, here and there you're like, Oh, okay. This is what the, the, the late seventies punk scene kind of, they derive from like, I get like, that's where they got inspiration. This sounds like some of those bands, obviously Johnny Thunders, uh, he kind of spearheaded that, the New York thing with the, you know, the heartbreakers in, you know, mid seventies and, uh, you get it, but it's not, uh, I don't like it as much. No, it's, I thought it was going to be cool. Cause yeah, like, like uh, that Ramon song, I think Chinese Rocks is about yep. like hanging out with Johnny Thunders, and he he I'm covers about, that on uh, on his on the Heartbreakers' first album, and it's a great cover, great cover. Yeah, and I just uh, uh, thought this was gonna be fun, and I just fucking drag through a swamp of mediocrity. This <laughs> I, week. I really appreciate. Okay, so this is a very. This is a very interesting band because not only did they reunite as old men, they have more reunion <laughs> albums than original studio albums. That is yep. the, that's a first for us, for sure. It's a first for any, any band that we've covered. I can't think of another example, a single other example. I think we may have another band coming up that... Uh, uh, it's in a similar situation, mm-hmm. but I would say not, not like maybe not as prolific with the later albums as 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 near dolls. Yeah, because and it's not like they're yeah. prolific. It's only three. This is a, this is a t- fairly short discography, but like it felt like an eternity it sure did it's so it's so it's funny it's funny i I, like i'm already laughing at this episode and we're gonna get fucking attacked for this one i don't care because like i don't give shit it's like you can't listen to these later albums and think like no 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 it's good like it's not it's fucking not man it's like i oh i and as, as for the early stuff like they're super original in terms of uh presentation and stage stage presence and even kind of i mean they're just playing rock and roll but it was faster it is more aggressive it is more like you know kind of giving the finger to whatever was mainstream at the time uh, it's literally a bunch of dudes in, in dresses so yeah for sure that's like it's super crazy uh musically though it's like huh like huh <laughs> why why yeah, it's just um, a lot of like it really made me reevaluate how I view Kiss. I've never done like a deep dive uh-huh. on Kiss. I love me some Kiss, but, uh, by the way. I will say the you know the few songs I've heard like those are good songs. Like, Kiss, they Kiss can is write, the, they ahead. can write good songs. Yeah, Kiss. Go ahead. I, I keep cutting yeah, you off. Sorry. Know, 
I don't I don't know what the fucking appeal is here. I can I can kind of see because I think seventy three was like real like real early for oh oh yeah. But really, I mean, it's like they're considered like lumped in with the Stooges, like proto punk, you know, grandfathers. I, I, was, I was gonna say there were times when I was listening to it, when I'm just like, why, like, why would anyone listen to this when you could listen to like T Rex or you could listen to the Stooges or the Ramones? And it's I, just, yeah, I think like it has to be because of their antics. Is that the right word? Like it just, it, I mean, the the whole yeah. gimmick. It has to be because of it. It's super fun. I guess, I guess so. Like they say, you know, Kiss wouldn't exist without this, or you know, the the eighties hair metal scene. I I think it would have. Like, I don't know about the tr- the hair metal thing. I think is like almost like a one to one derived from New York Dolls. Like that is a direct direct influence. Especially listen to like the shittier hair metal hair metal stuff. It's like. It's, well, it's just rock and roll. It's just like a, a an even worse New York Dolls. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same attitude that you know they're gonna put on makeup and just have a good time, and the music is, yeah. is secondary. That's funny thing about Kiss too, because like, man, they're like the definition of like a solid B in terms of like quality of like their best stuff like that's a solid album. that's a fucking eight out of ten right there kiss that's that's a good album not my favorite album it's not my favorite band it's yeah. not my favorite anything it's a solid decent you know and it's never perfect but pushed into the into the realm of oh i'm gonna remember this because the stupid fucking get up and the gigantic shoes and sparkles uh so i get that but uh i because I, i'm still i'm really trying to put my head in the space of like 73 this is technically 70s punk a good yeah. four years before anything, which is like a before lifetime. Getting nasty. Yeah. So I whatever. Let, let's just let's talk about the actual band. <laughs> talk okay. About the music. How who are they? Where do they come from? Well, obviously New York, but obviously. You know. But uh yeah, it was started by uh Sylvia and Sylvian. And uh, never trust a man with two first names or last names. <laughs> like, I can't tell if that's a first name or a last uh, name, especially, you know, uh, standard Italian, like Long Island, New York guy. Ooh, trash. Yeah. Yeah. So much trash going on there. Like it would only be worse if they were from Staten Island. Um, and just barely, <laughs> just barely. At least Staten Island's got the Wu Tang Clan, but um, Long Island's got Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> you know what's the difference, really? Yeah, Wu Tang, Jerry Seinfeld—it's all—it's all the same. Um, but yeah, so they started it, and then they recruited Johnny Thunders, um, the, the drummer they started with, Billy Billy Merica or, or Merca. Wait, um, how do you spell it? M U R C I. Oh, Mercia, yeah. Garcia, yeah, he, he died right. in us. He died from a drug overdose, and uh, according to the the wiki, man, that's a really weird, like, idiot death. Yeah, like he OD'd, and then they force fed him like coffee, yeah, and then he like choked on it. On co- so yeah, on the, he choked on the coffee. Like, man, he did not have the brightest buds. But uh, they would recruit 
Jerry Nolan, who would, um, you know, go on to do, you know, the uh, Johnny Thunder stuff, too, mm. after after this. Um, but they also auditioned Marky Ramone and Peter Chris, who it's calling it back to the to the kiss thing. And those two drummers dodged a fucking bullet, I think. Oh, so. oh, I mean, well, they they were in much more successful bands. That's for sure. Significantly also, think, more successful bands. Yeah, I just think like Marky's also one of the most underrated drummers ever. He's like the he's like the punk rock Ringo. Like people don't. Oh yeah, but yeah, that's a sure. different band. That's yeah, different yeah. Band, but. Well, we will do the Ramones. That's right. That's one band we <laughs> should have done a long time ago. We'll get that's to them. Goddamn it! Yeah, yeah. give her fucking bats. All right. Go on. We still got big names. Yeah, we're, we're sitting on. So, um, but yeah, that kind of leads us into the the discography from there all right so all together like we said they have five albums first one was released in 1973 last one was released all the way in 2011 oh boy this is gonna be fun so let's jump into it this is 1973's new york dolls come on bitch where the fuck are you there we go nope 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 sorry i'll edit it out (laughs) I was like, okay. Yeah, so was I. I was totally on board. I was like, all right, this is exactly what I was expecting. This is fun. All right. Yeah. But it's fun for like three songs. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing that I took pretty, pretty quickly from this, uh, vocals. I love them. I think they're they're great. Also, I think it's another reason why they were so like, just a fucking hit. Like, this is a pissed off, gruff, angry New Yorker on vocals. Also wearing a dress. But like, that was, for this kind of music, that wasn't, like, it's happy, fun, dancey rock and roll with like this fucking, on the mic. I I forgot to say David Johannes. Johansson, yeah. Yeah, Okay, so we all get it. We all get that. It's a good song. Personality Crisis. I dig it. It's good. Um, but I don't really dig a lot. And not not by much. But I'm just going to give this best personal. Because <laughs> I do not like this discography at all. This is... I didn't really either. But I don't think... I, I don't... I, I, I really like... I couldn't bring myself to listen to this again really I, I, yeah after i listened to them all i was like i don't like any of them but if i was going to listen to anything again if someone was like you really need to give it uh you know another go i would <laughs> be like okay let me go back to this album i think that i do need to to listen to this one again i mean i don't want to but like i i because like the first time I heard, it, I was like, "Oh, I don't like this." And there's got to be there's got to be a reason I don't like this. It's not. It's got to be something I'm missing. Something I'm just maybe I'm not in the mood for this kind of like something. And then I went back like a completely different day, different mood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, I'm actually 
Like I'm, I'm invested. I want to, I want to hear this. And then the same point in the album I was like, I'm out, I'm out. I can't fucking take this. Like it's just, <laughs> it's still boring. It's still just rock and roll. And if you like rock and roll, this is fucking rad. Cause it's like, it's more energetic. Uh, like I said, it's way gruffer. It's absolutely the, the priming, the priming of early punk. It's so it's like, if you like early punk, you, you buy kind of, uh, transitive property kind of have to like this a little bit because it's just so similar and I do kind of like it. Uh, but at this, at the, at a, at a, as a full album, I do not. It's, I kind of disagree because like I brought up Aerosmith earlier. I like those first four Aerosmith. Rocks albums. is a fucking banger, dude. I love me some rocks. So greasy, so sleazy. Mm. Um, I love me some like ZZ Top here so and there. So but, yeah, this is just, I don't, yeah, like personality crisis, you really get the, it's like on this fence of hard rock and punk rock. Yeah. But it, to me, it's like, it's not really a fence you can, a band can ride. It gets, it gets real boring real quick. Um, but yeah, that's like, it's like dirty Elton John music. Oh man, what an insult. That is the lowest thing you could say about it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, it's like, there's only a few songs on here that I, I actively don't like. Uh, and I will name them all now. And I think they're like, <laughs> like beloved songs. Trash one. Okay. Trash. Dude. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. Another, another band I left out in the comparisons. Like, I think it's a fun song. But there's also this like nagging thing in the back of my head where I'm like, just put on like the stones. Yeah. So, okay. The, Specifically with that. Song. Right. Right. That song. It's like when I, okay. So this is how I felt about a lot of, a lot of these songs, a lot of this, this discography where I heard it the first time and I didn't hate it, but I, I had this weird feeling. Like I, I literally wrote down in the notes uh it's fun but on the wrong day i could hate this song and then sure enough when i heard it again i hated it so it's like <laughs> it's just it's all a lot of these it's like it just really depends on am i in the fucking mood for this right now because it's just it's all so rock and roll and like i haven't said it in a long time but like back in the early days of the of the podcast earlier days of the podcast i would say almost every episode i fucking hate rock and roll i'm so tired like i don't want to said it a lot I said a lot i'm so, i just don't i'm we all have heard them we all have heard these songs. We all know where they're going. They all have the same fucking structures and formats. And sometimes I don't, I don't want to hear a piano going ding, 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 ding. like it just, it's <laughs> fuck man. And this, that's the whole album. That's, it's really that. That's their whole career. That's their whole career. <laughs> um, but some, some good. Yeah. Some levity. And I don't, it's a crazy fucking song, Vietnamese baby. Oh yeah, I like it. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I love the way he pronounced uh, Vietnam, uh, Vietnamese. <laughs> the, wait, hold on, like, it's coming back to me. I gotta, I gotta put it on. Yeah, I gotta put it on. Yeah. Oh shit, where are we at? I'm not gonna do it justice. Yeah, but it's fucking funny. Here it is. <sighs> Same song though. What? Same song is personality. Yeah. When I'm getting home. 
one. Listen closely. I'm on the edge of my seat, dude. Dude, I'm never, I'm never pronouncing that word correctly again. This is forever the way I'm gonna Vietnamese baby. Oh, Vietnamese. Shit. That has to be the most intently we've ever listened to a song before. Just like, egg, yeah, yeah, like you said, Edge of Our Seats is fucking like. I swear, I swear, it's gonna be amazing. That's, it was. It's great. But the thing is, also that with that song, it it totally sounds like. 70s punk and this is 73 so in that like yeah i have to give it give to this well parts of this album at least to that song because yeah that really wasn't around before this even though other songs like fucking frankenstein is six minutes of boring rock and roll bullshit uh, oh so dis so disappointing when something's named frankenstein and it's not fucking cool yeah yeah and also pills is a bo diddley cover like a straight up it's just a rock and roll song and like uh, like my favorite thing about pills, honestly, is like it predates the era of making every rock song based around the, a hospital or doctors or needing or giving someone their medicine. Oh <laughs> yeah, a whole, yeah, you know, that's true. Uh, fucking Doctor Feelgood and like somebody, somebody called me a doctor from Van Halen. Uh, there's like a whole era of just yeah. It it did happen in the in the blues <laughs> a lot. Like I think of us. Uh, St. James Infirmary Blues. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm sure there's more, but that's not like my my forte. But yeah, I always forget about that. And then you say it, I'm like, oh yeah, it was like a blues thing. And then like in the 80s, yeah. And I think they brought it back. More bands, <sighs> yeah, bring it back. Jesus Christ. Uh, I think uh, Subway Train. It's a solid semi ballad. Not really. It's not like they don't really have full on ballads on these early albums. Uh, although. Go ahead. If I'm going to go ballady, I think Lonely Planet yeah. Boy. Yeah. There's there, there's some nice flourishes there, but overall, I'm just like, oh, okay. I like it, and I don't think it's the most amazing song, but it's simple thing as making it more acoustically driven helps to space out the fucking monotony of the rock and roll. So, like, yeah, no, it works. Definitely fits in. Like it. Um, and also, uh private world is fine and you know jet boy it's like it's okay it's they're all okay they're all cool they're all fine i i, I love absolutely nothing on here yeah mm-hmm. uh also we're the only people in the world who cover this and completely look over looking for a kiss it's oh. a good song though you know the biggest oh, yeah. song yeah i know oh yeah whatever it's fucking cool you know <laughs> it is cool I do, I do like it i think it's it's yeah. yeah it's and especially and also like i bet i bet if that song was not track two i would It'd have forgotten about it. i would have forgotten about it yeah it's cool it's fine uh like the the fatigue wears in oh, pretty quickly uh with this album i think uh and i was i was actually really surprised because I I never know which classics I'm I'm going 
I'm going to think are overrated or once ones I, I I think like I'm a fucking idiot for never, you know, ever listening to. And it's, I really did go into this thinking. I was like, oh, I'm probably an idiot for never listening to this. Like how, how I haven't ever listened to New York Dolls, especially the first album. And I was like, no, yeah. no, I'm, it blew me out, dude. <laughs> I remember looking at it like in stores and i would always pick like a different album over that Mm -hmm. over this one yeah and i'm so glad i i fucking did like i remember looking at alice cooper's first album in this one because wait you know first album black and white oh you mean love love to death album yeah love to death or love to death yeah yeah just looking at that that's one that's another one where that's Love to Death by Alice Cooper is one of my favorite albums of all time. That's a mm-hmm. perfect album, in my opinion. If I would have chosen this over that, I would have fucking cried and cried. Yeah, so something internally was like pushing me towards the uh, the light somehow. Yeah. Um. It, it's really interesting how how they were even polarized when this came out, like in cream magazine, they were voted best band and also worst band. And that's same pretty badass. Years. That's pretty badass. Yeah. I, I actually really like that. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, why? And I then, don't even get it though. Like how? I think like, that's just <laughs> like some readers would. Oh, okay. Okay. Like somehow the polls, this came out that way, mm. but, um, but yeah, like it's also interesting all the like turmoil and it's it's a really deep read on the wiki, which I'm not gonna go into every story because it's just kind of like this this cliche you know rock and roll shit. And the producer Todd uh, Rud Rudgren mm-hmm. uh, would like butt heads like they didn't really like each other. Mm-hmm. Um, he he has like a story where he's like, yeah, I would have to like walk in there and plug in the fucking base because they're this like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they just favorite thing I've heard about this band. Listening to David on vocals, yeah, dude, that's it. Definitely adds up. That guy mm. sounds like a bimbo. They just wanted to fucking party, and yeah. they they you know part of that. It kind of reminds me of like, oh, we're not, we're not a big rock band, but we're gonna act like one, and it's just, it's fucking annoying. If if you see it in real life, especially in modern days, oh like, yeah, no, fuck, it's fuck yeah, those bands. That's how it's a these days at least. It's a surefire way to, to never get worked with again. Um, oh yeah, but back show in, up on time. Yeah, be polite, be humble. This yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, fucking beg for mercy really because you, you don't deserve anything <laughs> in life uh but back then it was like there's something it i don't know what it was about that whole diva attitude and the whole uh being uh standoffish for the sake of it like it made you seem more uh i don't know authentic in some way yeah i think this america was this more more cut and dry like this clean cut and then you know we're in the 70s and the like prime of of rock music here and it this wasn't there's more more acceptable things now and everyone's a personality now right so yeah yeah i i think there was this less personalities and if you made a conscious decision to be an asshole 
memorable. That was personality for some reason. Also with less competition, you find anybody who can play their instrument, like, oh, fuck it, whatever. He's a dick, but he can play. That's now, true. Yeah, that's not everyone true. can play. You, so. could, yeah. you could afford a drum set. It's like you're in, or if you stole your drum set, whatever. But Yep, yep. Uh, so this is like the harshest, most negative, best album I've ever heard Alex talk about. <laughs> he's yeah, said I, he said hardly anything good except for the way he's pronounces Vietnamese. Ex- yeah, other than no, that, this has basically been a negative review for your best and personal favorite New York Dolls album. Yeah, the you know the first two tracks, <laughs> Vietnamese baby, <laughs> Vietnamese baby. <laughs> Lonely Planet Boy and Trash. Like, that's it. Everything else is just... And like you said, they're not even... I would say the first two tracks are the best, and then the other songs I mentioned are just like... I guess if you like that shit... If you like that shit, that's that's really what this is. If you like that shit, all right. All right. Clearly, I guess we don't. But we have a few more to cover. So let's move on to following year. This is 1974. Too much too soon. Oh shit. Sorry. Sorry. Fuck. (laughs) I still haven't gotten the hang of this again. Come on, boys. I like this song. I think this song, this, well, this song, I think, introduces something that the first album didn't have at all. An interesting guitar lick. I will say, like, the herky-jerky nature of the song is interesting. Well, it maintains the the straight rock. Wait, say that one more time. Like the herky jerky nature mm-hmm. of the verses. Yeah. And then, then we get to the main chorus, and it's just straight ahead. Yeah. 4-4 four, four, rock and roll. It still has, like, the vibe of the, the rock and rollness to it, but it takes some uh, some detours, I feel like. So, let's talk a little bit about this one. All right, here we go. Best personal favorite for me. Uh, and this... I'm. It, I'm not as lukewarm about it as you were about the first album. I do like mm-hmm. this album. I think it's a lot better than the first one, but more or less the same shit <laughs> uh, for better or worse. But it it has, so it's the same, not just the opening track. I was singing, I was singing it during that song, but for most of the album, same energy, same style, same vibe. It's just, Bet, there's more personality here. There's an attitude that wasn't there before. There's a little bit more <clears throat> uniqueness, uh, <clears throat> and and it doesn't always it doesn't always work <laughs> for me. So like, okay, track two. I said that stranded funny. In Tra- the track two is stranded in the jungle, and. I thought it was like, first of all, absolutely ridiculous. And I was like, okay, this is so stupid, but I, it's charming. I'm laughing at it. It's fun. It's ridiculous. It has like that stupid, uh, you know, 19, uh, 1960s jungle. What America in the exactly. 1960s, 60s thought jungle music sounded like. Yeah. Uh, so not at all like jungle music, whatever that means. Uh, and then the chorus is like full on female backup singers, rock and roll, you know, the, the Jerry Lee Lewis piano. And it kind of alternates. And it's just so wacky. 
And I was like, all right, it's ridiculous, but it's charming. After a few listens, it's fucking unbearable. Like I, th- I was <laughs> charmed by that song in the first, the first time hearing it, and even the second time hearing it. By the third time, I was like, yeah, this is to put this at the beginning of the album is insane. <laughs> I might seek out the original because it's a cover song. Is it? So, that makes way more sense yes. to me now. It doesn't. What doesn't make sense? Like I just said, is that it's it's track two, and also what how David is singing on those verses. It's it's a it's a wild choice, really. And we're gonna let's do it right now. now. Yeah. <laughs> also, Harry can roll roll those R's or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's so obvious this guy was going to record it's hot, hot, hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm standing in the jungle. I'm trying to keep it dead. With my little girl. That was back in the stick. I'm standing in the jungle. It's Will's. Yeah. Wondering how I'm going to back home. How do you describe that vocal choice? Uh, uh, uh. I'm not trying to stir shit. I'm not trying to make accusations. Okay. But it's because it's a cover and the guys who did it originally are like a soul soul group. Yeah. It's it feels <laughs> it feels borderline racist to me. You're out of your fucking mind. It just seems stupid. I'm not saying to me. it is. Right, right. I'm not saying it is. But I don't, because that voice, it doesn't sound like he's trying to suck a black guy at all. It just sounds like he's an idiot. <laughs> I, I disagree. I think that's like his interpretation of the, you know, whatever. But then he was uh, fucking stupid if that's the case, because it doesn't sound anything like it. <laughs> I don't think he's a stupid man. Okay. Because uh, I think his his career is so, so fascinating. But um, yeah, the. I think this album's worth listening to based on production alone. I think the production is fucking crazy. Like, I can't really think of a another band to compare it to where they're still irrelevant. Like, there wasn't a change in labels or anything. And, like, the production turned on a dime like this. It's way better. It's insane. Yeah, there's a, there's but, a lot more things happening. The There's... The riffs themselves are actually memorable this time around, and uh, I already mentioned before, like they're, they're, they have this different person. It's not just a rock and roll band with a gruff vocalist now. Now they have this kind of wacky and actual, actually wild personality. And also, the the only example I could think of from the last album that kind of showed that that punkness to it, that early punkness, was Vietnamese Baby. Here, you get Chatterbox, which is full on every band in the 70s every punk band in the 70s straight up fucking copied this like to a t this song i think that's the only good song on the album i hate you it's not true it's too late works (laughs) puss in boots is decent (laughs) Uh, go go ahead too late what did oh okay um so yeah, I think Shatterbox is great. Like, like people should listen to that song. It's they, too late. I I like the guitar riffage to start, mm. but then it it just kind of turns into the New York Dolls. It, they are undoubtedly the New York Dolls. Uh, yeah, they have their their shit. They're sticking to it. There's still some of their shit that I that I like. Like their their 
shtick or whatever. It like like I really like David's voice on uh Who Are the Mystery Girls? Because it I don't know, there's something so belligerently New York about the way he yells in that chorus. I, I just That's an Yeah, that's another one where I can <laughs> see I can see how it influenced punk. Yeah. I can hear it in that song. Like I like I it just kind of hit me right now like how much of greg sage from the wipers that i that i hear in these songs like vote from vo- vocally i mean like just the the way he pronounces things and the way he shouts them uh he actually has like a really cool voice uh he's outside of johnny thunders he's like the most interesting dude in yeah. the band probably probably yeah gotta be um the what's what's called um don't start me talking well i don't i don't like love the song generally there's one section where the piano comes in and just starts fucking hammering it in with the rest of the band it's oh it's fucking splendid dude it's fucking great i'm with you on that like uh yeah i i don't like that song but the piano part and the guitar solo i'm for it yeah it's just I don't know if I can warrant listening to the song for those two parts. No, it's more like it's on and like, hey, that's cool. And then it and, yeah. and then you forget about it. <clears throat> pretty much. Unless you take notes like we do and write it down. But uh okay. So the song Bad Detective is one that that perplexed me for a minute. Much like I love much like the song Trash, where I was like, I I I think it's bad. I think I can hate it on a bad day. I don't know how I feel about it. It took me like three listens. I was like, okay, I hate it. It's bad. It's a bad song. Yeah, that's that's, that's right. <laughs> I feel like they they find something, and then instead of expanding on it, they just like repeat the shit over and over again. Like, oh, we did Vietnam. Uh, I can't even say it because the way say it properly, Alex. Vietnamese. Vietnamese, um, like we did that, we bought in a gong. It's about, you know, yeah. a place in Asia. Let's do bad detective. Let's just do the the stereotypical Chinese riff it's and the, throw in go- It's the Chinese dun, 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 with the gong, and then it goes into what kind of it's not an Asian at all inspired. What, what, no, yeah, it's like this very interesting idea for a rock band to do just about like a Chinese detective. Like it's just like, what the fuck? It's completely wacky. It's ridiculous. But I I want everyone to hear the, the juxtaposition of that intro. And then what, like, it's like a parody of both Asian music and West and old, you know, old West wild West style. It, it, uh, it's stupid. This is bad detective. And then it's like hokey, country western, wild west. Yeah, this is bad. I, you know, hearing it now, it's worse than I remember. It is. And not only is it worse than I remember, hearing it now, I'm like, how did I ever question whether or not this is a bad song? <laughs> like, how, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right all right all right and then the i guess human being i'll give a slight i like it up. i think it's I, a go ahead 
It's one of the few instances where I'm focused on something that's not the vocals. I love how dirty the guitar is. It's 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 good. I don't think the it's the most of the the most eventful closer, but it's strong. I think it's strong. Um, yeah. So also we didn't mention uh, on either either album on both these albums the fucking saxophones. I think are pretty solid. Like the the way they use saxophones is. It's not tacky. I think it fits really well. And they're all I over disagree, the place. disagree. You don't like the saxes? What's wrong with you? Not in this band. Like, there were times I didn't even write it down because it happened so much. But there were times when I'm like, dude, the Ramones rock and roll radio really is a masterpiece. <laughs> setting a high bar for me because I have not heard most Ramones albums. Only like the first oh, one. Oh, shit. Yeah, I never did a deep dive. I guess, but it I guess I'll just say it has it has horns in it. And it's it's fucking fun and like the horns, the punk rock shit works. Yeah. And not that it doesn't work here, but it's just like uh it's it's like everything else they do. Uh all right. I uh, fair enough. Uh so this is I do think it's their best album. I think it's it's, it's also my favorite, but like at its at the best parts of this album, it sounds like what every punk band would sound like, you know, two to three years later. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think overall, the the differences between this one and the debut are pretty minor. But I think just this one's just easier to get through. There's there's way more palate cleansers. Like uh, what's this fucking? Uh, there's gonna be a showdown. It's no showdown from ELO, but it does. It, I still think it's pretty fun. And songs like that, they help to space it out. It doesn't all feel like the same exact rock and roll riff. You know, back to back. That's that's fair. <clears throat> so now they break up. Yes, they would. Um, drug and alcohol abuse was rampant by Thunders, Nolan, and bass player Arthur Kane. Um, they'd break up, get back together, break it up, and this this cycle of of doing it. I because I know then, when Johnny Thunders left, he just left. He never came back, right? Yeah, so 76 is their last show with the full, like, the original lineup. Mm. Um, Yeah, Johnny Thunders and Nolan would go on to form the Heartbreakers. Um, Thunders would die in 91 of heroin, uh, methadone overdose. I thought it was uh, cocaine, methadone. Methadone? I think it's cocaine and methadone. I, I, what... Someone Wikipedia may be lying to me. It said methadone on there. I'm sure. No, no, methadone. No, cocaine and methadone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he also suffered from leukemia, so that didn't fucking help. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's uh, so I'm reading here. Uh, this is why I don't ever trust Wikipedia people because on the New York Dolls wiki, it says heroin and methadone. On his wiki, it says cocaine and methadone. Oh, it's co- yeah, conflicting. <laughs> I, yeah. I need to go. I need to go more sources here. Like but, there, um, there's a the 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 stuff behind Johnny Thunder's death is crazy. It's like all these all these weird rumors and all this stuff like foul play suspected. People think that someone drugged him. Oh I didn't know that. Oh yeah, it's like it's, uh, I think was it? I'm gonna double check. I think it was uh, Marky Marky Ramon who said. Uh, I'm gonna double check just just to make sure. Uh, no no no, it was um. No, no, it was Didi Ramon. Didi Ramon said, I mean, you can't trust 
catches for shit. Didi said it. The dude's fucking higher oh, than no. the dude is higher Didi. before he died than Johnny Thunders was after he died. Uh, he said, <clears throat> "What? Oh, one of my favorite Didi moments is on the Gigi Allen documentary, and they're like, how do you like being in the murder junkies?' He's like, "What?" They're like, you know, the bat. He's like, is that what we're fucking called? <laughs> like he had no fucking idea. That's great. Uh, he's he's the one who said that like someone uh, he had a bad deal with. Came, they came back to kill him and, you know, drugged him or whatever. And then it came out later on like that. He also he was also hiding leukemia the whole time. Like he just didn't tell anybody about it. Uh, so, you know, what whatever. Whatever, I who knows? I bet it was probably the leukemia, honestly, because oh, I think one one coroner report said well, that it wasn't enough drugs in the system to to be lethal or something like that. Yeah, I'm sure doing that gnarly shit while you have leukemia is not. Yeah, dude, not advised. Not good. I'm gonna not guess. good. No, no. Uh, but anyway, he dies, and then it, okay. So during that whole gap, what's going on? Yeah. Um, and then also Nolan would die following a stroke. Okay, Jesus Christ! Wait, what year was that? Ninety-two. Fucking a man. These these motherfuckers died young, and also, yeah. if anybody wants to have a a quick little, because it's not fun. Don't 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 even do this. But anyway, what I was gonna say, <laughs> if you go on the Wikipedia for New York Dolls, their former member list is insane, dude. Just it's so many people. Bonkers. It's longer than most. It's longer than an R and B discography, dude. It's fucking insane. There's like fucking fucking thirty five names on here. It's like looking at the Arcade Fire current members list. Um, and then most prolifically, uh, Johansson did his solo career shit under Buster Poindexter. And like I said earlier, we got feeling hot, 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 which is the strangest. Wait, that was. Him? That's him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold, hold on, hold on. I need, I need a second here. Hold on. In the beginning of the music video, he has like the New York Dolls vinyls, and he's talking. I'm sorry if I haven't seen the hot, hot, hot music video. (laughs) Damn it! How? It was everywhere, Mike. Hold on, hold on. This is. I'm overwhelmed with confusion right now. He did the. He did that fucking song. I had no idea. I believe it's a cover, but he did like the most famous rendition of it. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, so that's, that's fucking weird. I'm, like he's the mo- one of the most interesting dudes in the band. He's interesting. Outside yeah. Of his, yeah. Outside of his voice, his fucking career choices just crazy. Hey, wait. He was. Um, uh, he was. He was born in Staten Island. There it is. Full circle. Oh hell yeah! All the trashy New York yeah. places. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, so that was like the most famous thing. And then in 04, Morsi, I guess, is a fan of them. Oh, Morsi called back again. to Smith's episode 52. Check that one out. That one is, uh, that one's, people are hearing that one. <laughs> that, that one. I'm afraid of, I don't remember what we said and how bad we trashed the Smiths, if we did or not. But that one's oh, good. Dude. People are finding I've, that one. That was. Uh, I forgot to give my accolades on that one. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. Like when we did that one. But yeah. um, so yeah, oh four, he got them back together for a festival, and um, and then one month after the reunion show, 
Arthur Kane, the bass player, would die of leukemia. <laughs> Holy shit. <clears throat> a month after of this month after that's same fucking insane illness as Johnny Thunders. I can't imagine having leukemia rehearsing for a big fucking festival, getting on a plane to a different country, playing the show, coming back, and like it's it's insane. It's it, insane. As a guy who knows someone who's died of leukemia, they weren't doing that, dude. That's fucking wild. But I, in a way, it's kind of nice because they never like <clears throat> they never made it big in their you know the the good era yeah, i guess yeah yeah so it was like he got his like his due before he he passed so that's kind of nice yeah yeah uh but the, then, yeah keep going so yeah and then that kind of leads us to our next album so they would record a couple a few times as old men and here we go dude this is the the bulk dude. of the discography now <laughs> we're on to fuck holy me, shit oh boy i'm not ready for this this is 2006's this is a very very apt album title one day it will please us to remember even this oh right I'm waiting for these vocals, dude. I'm excited. You know, I was kind of on board. I knew you were. <laughs> I was kind of on board. Uh, if you've heard the Stooges episode, you know Alex loves him some old man vocals. Well, I you're luck. I love old drug addict little men trying to make a comeback. Yep. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. He's a thousand. I mean, you called it much. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Much like how I felt with the Stooges, I feel like being an old man kind of just like enhances his vocals. I disagree so vehemently. <laughs> his old voice. It, you know what it sounds like to me? Like David Lee Roth on that last Van Halen album, the reunion one. Which I, which I dug. Which, which I, I did dug. not. Like, <laughs> and his, oh God. Like he wasn't a good singer when he was young. He was a shouter. No. And now yeah. he's an old man trying to sing, not to shout. So it's like this destroyed old voice not performing well. It's just all it is. It's it's just a weird, ugly sound I, in my ears. I also like the fear vocalist. I forget his name. Lee Ving, yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't know if they're working with the right people because I hear these voices and I'm like, we can do something with that. <laughs> we could. They don't actually do it, but I no. think I think there's something. I think there's something in there that was never. They didn't capitalize on. Well, I'll tell you what else is in there 
is the worst album. This is this is my this is my worst. And this is an damn. Th- this one fucking ooh. Out of all, the, out of all the like, Re- really, if we were getting more specific, I think, I think I like out of the newer era. I think this one. Are you serious? This one is unbearable. This is fucking shit. garbage on sound. This is, oh my god, man. Okay, so I knew I, I hated it when this- I first heard it. Okay, I knew it was bad, but like when I moved on. I didn't hate the, the the next one as much, and then I, hated, I didn't hate the, the the last one as much either. And I was thinking, like, it's got to just be my brain acclimating to this what I'm subjecting it to, right? <laughs> Fuck no, dude. I went back a few days later after re-listening to everything else. I'm like, no, this is so goddamn generic in a in a very modern rock kind of way, but just played by old guys. It's just so fucking weird. There's like a car crash element to it. And there's so many like, not that it makes it good, but there's a lot of guests on here, and I'm just kind of like, why? Who's on it? Like, uh, Lord Jane Grace of Against Me. She's on the opening track and Punishing World, and it's just like, wait, I, the, I, is she? Is she the backup vocals? Like the chorus? Probably, because like, probably. Man, that's really not good <laughs> like that sounded fucking better than that what the heck whatever whatever go on but yeah um i guess getting into it then we get dancing on the lip of a volcano and oh yeah featuring michael stipe of rem and i fucking hate rem he really like brings out the mediocrity in that song like I think that's one of the worst songs. I think here. no, I think it is as well. I think it's just terrible. Uh, I did not I know Michael he, Stipe was on there. I'm not an REM fan, but yeah, I uh, think his his boring vocals add to it. <laughs> you, you know, people don't talk about his boring ass voice, do they? <laughs> like, why should they? Why should they? They're it's famous for some like, reason. I don't know. And people like it's them. It's a fucking. It's a voice. To it's, be fair, I've never given REM a fair shot. I don't know what their early stuff sounds like at all. Uh, if someone in REM dies and we have to cover them, I'm going to fucking lose it. Dude, you shouldn't have fucking said that. <laughs> you it's going to happen. We have asshole fans. <laughs> and I love them for it. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. There's so much I hate on here. I'll I'll just get the, the stuff I didn't okay, hate yeah. out of the way. Uh, Dance Like a Monkey, I think, is actually legit fun. And again, like repeating shit. It's just the modern version of Stranded in the Jungle. It kind of is. It's a little bit less uh, gimmicky, you know, less mm-hmm. of a complete joke, but still, you know, um, still, still monkey house and woo, woo, woo. yeah, still, yeah. Um, I I thought I I thought I was okay with maimed happiness. Not not again. That, not, and I'm the second lesson. No no. <laughs> that song. I was like, what is going on? He's like, he's, he probably didn't, but it feels like he reached for a a thesaurus there. Like there's some interesting verbiage going on in that. And that's all I'll say about that. That's interesting. I mean, also it's a cool title. Maimed happiness is a cool title. Actually, one thing that I'll I'll say about that song, uh, it's like, it actually isn't really the worst ballad from a you know from a writing standpoint it's not that it's not that bad it's the production fucking sounds like 
like like mall Christmas music. It's just it's super. It's like the Christmas uh, Moody Blues album. It's like Christian rock. <laughs> it has that that era of like oh, this has just been produced by a massive corporation, and I have no idea why anybody would willingly sit through this. I. I get that vibe a lot from like the cover too. Like they made this weird choice to make uh, David look like a modern metal guy. I don't know if that was his choice or I don't know about those fucking bell bottoms looking modern though. (laughs) Well, like I guess he looks like a hair metal guy, honestly. I think this was kind of around like the same time as like Trigon Force and the darkness. And there was a lot of like, there was a lot of cheesy shit going like it yeah. kind of made a comeback yeah. in different ways. Cause like the darkness is not the same as dragon metal, but they have like the level of cheese to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, dragon force. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, it, you know what? I'm, I'm noticing a fucking thread and I thought it was just me associating my, my awful childhood with this music. No early two thousands was garbage across the board for like almost all music. It's really bad. We like hip hop was a fucking black hole. I can't listen to any hip hop from 2005. And then metal and rock is like the same dude. We talked about that on the roots episode. I also 2006, like how fucking awful the music was. They had like the only good album in 2006. (laughs) There's probably a few. No, there's there's, there's more for sure. (laughs) Uh, But okay. What now back to the stuff I hate. Uh, I mean, I'd also give me love and uh, turn the light could be worse. Could be worse. Again, featuring uh, Iggy, and it's like you don't even notice it. Why well, see on there? Like I didn't. I, didn't to, I thought I would notice any, Iggy anywhere. I did not notice Iggy you, on there. You have to listen to it if you're. Yeah, but he's on there again doing like backup vocals, and it's just like, why? Why is he? I feel like it's like you. To put it on like the you know the title featuring like featuring yeah pop it's just it seems it really does seem like promotion kind of stuff just the same way hip hop artists do it like it's mostly for promotion like or cross promotion it is so I feel like that's probably what might have been happening um yeah but so that's all the only good things I have to say okay man like (laughs) there's so much so much shit like fucking running around it's just dive bar garbage like (laughs) what the hell man and and i didn't i go no go ahead that song also broke me because i wrote like how does so much time pass and like he's written he's ventured into different genres of music how does he do that and then be like okay well let's do this when he was on his own did he do any like rock and roll albums because if he didn't i bet he's like oh yeah back to my roots this is fucking good shit right here <laughs> i could see it yeah i could see that uh i didn't hate i thought go ahead i thought you were gonna kick us off i thought for sure mike's gonna hate rainbow store i didn't even write it fucking down holy shit i couldn't i could not have liked it uh but it yeah, must not have Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to put it on, and if I hate it immediately, I'll remember, or if I remember it immediately. All right. This is, I don't even know if we'll get to the crazy parts, but yeah, let's throw it on for... This is Rainbow Store. Is it playing? No, it's not playing. Play. There we go. Okay. It's not immediately ringing a bell because... 
it's just it's fine switch. generic. Okay, I remember it now. Oh, this is Turn On The Light. So. Sorry, sorry, this is the wrong song. Holy shit, it just fucking... It just wouldn't See? play the right song. There we go. Hol- I swear to God, everyone, I'm not stupid. I clicked you know on Rainbow. I, I clicked the Rainbow Store. It wouldn't play it. I clicked it again, and it played the next song. So this it's is actually iTunes thing. It like. fucking blows. This is actually Rainbow Store. I hate this way more than the last song. I hate it way more than the last song. Man, this sounds like he sounds like Randy Newman, but like bad. I think I wrote that down somewhere too. Oh yeah, I hate this fucking song. It's bad. I also wrote about uh, plenty of music. Wait, 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 wait. Say, say it again. <laughs> On plenty of music, I wrote uh, "Hit Me with That Randy Newman oh. or Springsteen bullshit." Yeah, yeah. And his voice is like, oh, it's just so goofy. Oh, I hate that song. Okay, what else? Got? I don't know. Got to get it away to, from Tommy. Uh, fun, I guess, but fucking bad. Uh, this one, man, and also uh, the the lyrics to "I Ain't Got Nothing." Super depressing. Super depressing. Like this is real. This is fucking real, dude. It's not like he was just talking about his own <laughs> life having nothing left. It also, but the song sounds like it would be an Adam Sandler movie. You know what the fucking those cr- like, oh, really man. overbearing harmonicas. Uh, mm-hmm. no, th- like so. All in all, as a reunion album, it wasn't, it was like, it wasn't any worse than I was expecting it, but let's like, uh, it, it, it's far less just generic standard rock and roll, uh, but, and now they've implemented just generic rock of 2006 and that's mm-hmm. worse to me. What's way worse to me. I think this one has some energy to it that the next two don't which is why i'm like it's all bad but if i had to pick one of the the new era like this one has some energy to it it's i don't know it's i disagree like I, said, I think a different one has energy to it and i think interesting. i don't think this one doesn't don't think this one doesn't have energy uh, i just think the amount of bad on here greatly outweighs any amount of light i can possibly pick from this uh but yeah, this is my worst and least favorite way. It's not streaming, but last thing I will say about this is uh, they did get to work with Bo Diddley on oh, really? a bonus track, which I'm sure they this fucking creamed their jeans for. So. Oh yeah, had to have, had to have. Uh, so this is the follow-up, you know, the follow-up reunion album, you know how we always want those. This is 2009's Cause I Says So. <laughs> Come on. Sorry. <laughs> I suck at this. Doing this again. Yeah. 
This is some sleazy shit, dude. Why this does is it dirty. sound like he's recorded in the fucking 90s? I like the liveness to it, the, the live production to it. I think it's a lot more flattering than that fucking Macy's music from the last one. That says so. I don't hate this song. I think it's this it's fun. This is fucking dad rock in a garage. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's like granddad rock at this point. All right, we got the, the fucking gist. Okay. Uh, all right, Alex, what do you think about Kazaz says so? A real fucking boring. Uh, yeah. a, sl- a slog of an album. That's right. <laughs> but when I was reading about it, they bought back the producer from the first album, uh, Todd R- Rudnicker. Mm. And I'm this. Uh, just that choice alone almost feels like we're back. We're going to like try to rekindle something and nothing like nothing is rekindled. Uh, I look, I like it a lot more than the last one. I'll tell you that. I don't think it's a good album. And I think especially like halfway to the end. Oh boy. Oh boy. Is it boy, oh boy. You just fucking, you just walk away from that one. But starting out, <laughs> but starting out like, Muddy Bones isn't isn't like it's not bad. I don't think it's too bad. Uh, uh, Lonely so long, like again, it's like it could be a lot worse. I don't really like it, but it's got ideas fucking in there. It's like something. There's something I, there. I didn't like that song because it it's right after Better Than You. That song fucking blows. By the way, tell me you didn't like Better Than You. I didn't. Okay, good. Which is why I didn't like. <laughs> lonely so long because yeah. it f- almost felt like one long song it does to me. yeah pacing wise so. it's a very stupid decision they put two super acoustic ballady songs back to back at the beginning of the album tracks three it's and four sh- it's a shitty big star <laughs> don't even don't even put them in the same sentence <laughs> oh man okay also one one thing about this album uh, there's more acoustic guitars here than the last three albums combined there's w- like yes. they've never done like they just found an acoustic guitar like okay here's our sound and they, they, they do needed, so many things with it here it's kind of funny they needed the acoustic guitar like on the second album to, but that goes back to what I said where it's like oh uh, let's try something different okay first take that's good enough let's repeat it over and over again yeah so okay all right, back to the acoustics for a second because we got to talk about temptation to exist. It is not a, great. No, no, but could be worse. But could it's be worse. Different. It's something, it's something different. different. It's a novelty flamenco ballad, which is when you. It's just something about a bunch of old guys like let's try some flamenco. I'll take it. <laughs> just, it, just, I'll take it. it makes on, me fucking laugh. Level? Yeah. Yeah. On this on this album I'll fucking take it. Yeah, and it's not uh, even like the most cringy thing. Like you I was expecting it to be like, oh, abysmal, but it's like it's fine. It's like decent. Uh and then you get other ones where like making rain is just awful. Ooh. And drowning, I think, is horrendous. I re- Hold up. Hold up. Well, you, you like, like drowning? 
I like the verses in Drowning, but the main course is fucking awful. So the thing about I, okay, no, keep going. Yeah, yeah. I just think like the guitar playing on the on the verses is like I was like, oh, what is this? Okay, and then right. the main course comes in. And- I, I no, I actually agree. Uh, there is good, great guitar work, not just in the chorus. I mean, the the verse, but also that solo was really uh, shoegazy really really heavy on the ambience it's something that they they don't do ever anyway, it was done really well but overall the song is dark and edgy it's a weird look on the new york dolls like dark and edgy is a weird look on them you know what i i skipped over it but they bought in this guy on guitar steve conti yeah uh i hope i steve think that's conti, like, yep and he's known for anime soundtracks that's hilarious wait like which so, ones throw out some names Get weed. Oh, I didn't. I didn't write names. God. Um, wait, oh wait, no. I'm gonna. I'll find it myself. Y- yeah, you look him up. But I. I wonder if like doing like the flamenco shit and this different stuff is like, hey guys, I play this f- weird fucking genre of music for my day job. Yeah. And you wrote feeling hot, hot, hot. Let's <laughs> do something weird. Super group, dude. Fucking super group. It should have been. It should have been. Hold on, cowboy bebop. Oh, holy ho, shit, right? Oh, boy. Theme song performance. Episode, he, so he did a song on episode 24, episode 24 of Cowboy Bebop. Um, uh, Kukaku Kiduta. Uh, man, I, that is too weeby even for me. Uh, Wolf's Rain, and I don't know what that is. Uh, but it isn't, is that it? No, no. Yeah, yeah. No, he has a lot. He has a lot. Yeah, that was just like the, the top, the top uh, hits of it. But Dude, Cowboy Bebop, that's pretty solid on the resume, man. He, whoa, I'm looking at a photo of this dude right now uh, from 20, 2011. He's an old man with jet black hair, sunglasses, and a leather jacket. It's not a good look, dude. It's not a good look. No, this is a standard old rocker from Long Island. I don't know if he's from Long Island, but he it fits the aesthetic of the band. Uh, uh, no, no, I think, uh, is it uh, Utica? Oh, Sammy? No, 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 no. Uh, That's the part of New York. Oh, where he's from, where he's from. Uh, It's part of New York I'm not familiar with. Uh, Oh, Ghost in the Shell. Upstate upstate New York. Okay. All right. So he thinks he's better than us. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. He did Ghost in the Shell as well. That's pretty good, too. That is pretty good. Not bad. But um, back to to this Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You said earlier something sounded like a song on... Adam Sandler's soundtrack. Yeah. Fucking nobody got no business spelled stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's a harmonica or what it is on there. I'm like, this feels like when you're watching a national lampoons movie from like the eighties and they need like that generic, like rock track. There's like, I'm like, this song, should this be in a fucking like Chevy chase movie or something? It blows. It, bl- it was that song. That immediately after I had to write down starting to regret doing this band. It was that song wrote, that, that made the the cut for me. I wrote that a few albums ago, but at a certain point I'm like, it's a pile of shit. I don't need to keep uh saying yeah. <laughs> at a certain point you kind of get the idea. Uh and then I it's trash. Oh boy. A I new was version of trash. I'm gonna tell you what it is. I'm gonna tell you what it is right now. Let me know. Trash. They they decided to cover their own song, Trash, but as a reggae song, 
So it's a reggae cover of Trash, which I'm going to tell you right now. Sorry to break this to you all. It's just a message to you, Rudy. A reggae version of Trash is just a message to you, Rudy. <laughs> and I, I fucking forgot. don't like reggae and ska, dude. I'm sorry, but... I'm going to go back and listen to Message to You, Rudy, and this back-to-back. But uh, I'm I'm going to go a hot, hot take here. Mm-hmm. Uh, no pun intended. Um, I think this is how white people should do reggae music. I thought it was going to be abysmal, and I'm like, you not awful. It. You didn't mind. I you, don't like it. Okay, you didn't. I don't mind it. Hey, Trap. Like, if it was on in the car, I wouldn't be like, turn this shit off. I'd be like, okay whatever man i would be like who are you why is this on why are we friends i would go oh, through I full would, existential crisis i would i you know i might question my friends you know uh taste and just, overall general being just but, for having uh, a, a reunion era new york dolls album on and company who if if anyone listening to this has a friend or maybe it's you maybe it's you anyone who enjoys these albums like what kind of person are you um do you have a restraining order way to point the finger directly at someone who are you where are the bodies huh Huh? I want to know. I want to know who listens to this stuff. Like, what are you doing in your free time? How old are you? Um, How old are they? Yeah. Yeah. So I. That was probably yeah, a vague joke. I was implying about. that they're pedophiles. Said Alex, I don't know if you caught that. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was like giving them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're like juggalos or like, I don't agree aesthetically or musically, but maybe you're okay people. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny how that's a thing. That's like, that's, that's genuinely how I feel. Uh, okay, okay. A few more things about this fucking album. Okay, okay. I so the the writing has become even more modernized. Yeah, I guess is a, is a way to put it. Like uh, my world. The song "My World" does not sound like it was written by a rock and roll band from the seventies. It, it like it just. I, I appreciate that the release not just, you know, rehashing rock and rollness or even like the just the super overly generic stuff in the last album. Uh, it's not great. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The thing I do really like, though, is the way David says ridiculous in This is Ridiculous. That's right. That's it's right. Fucking. And also, also that song, it's just straight up old school rhythm and blues like, you know. Helen Wolf, I guess, uh, you know, early Cats and Beefheart stuff, like old school rhythm and blues. And it's cool. It works as a palate cleanser. If I had to hear a whole album of songs like that, I'd blow my fucking brains out. But here it's fine. And I love the way he sounds. His voice is hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. You know what I would listen to? If he just did an album of him saying words. (laughs) Funny? Saying words funny? (laughs) Yeah, I would listen. I would. I would listen to that honestly there's something really charming about this dude even as an old man where he sounds like garbage i still like him i still like the guy just crazy i'm sure like this is a backhanded compliment i'm sure he's like very in demand for like county fairs and shit that's the meanest thing you've ever said to somebody <laughs> God. uh jesus uh Oh, uh, the last thing I'll say about this, uh, uh, lipstick powder and paint is exactly old school New York dolls. Like that is exactly what they sounded like. It's like the only song 
I really hear, I've heard they, that sounds like the old, I don't like the song. Um, I don't think it's awful. But, what, <clears throat> I'm assuming that's what they wanted to do by reuniting with the producer. Yeah. And it's who so, had to yeah. plug their fucking bases into the amp. Imagine he still had to do that here. This time it's because of senility. It's not even because they're yeah. like high. Uh, <laughs> like it's, I don't think it's awful, but it just, you know, I've had just enough of it, but it's also kind of interesting that that's the only song in the album that really has that old school New York dollsness to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting. I did like it more than the previous one. I'm not uh, going to go back to it though, uh, ever, but I'm not going back to any of these on my own free will. Let us move on to the last album. We're finally here. The long and prolific career of the New York Dolls in the 21st century. This is 2011's Dancing Backward in High Heels. Again, much like a lot of New York Dolls songs. I was on board. Uh, so was I. So, I think this might be a good song if yeah. I can like separate myself from it a few months from now. Uh huh. I think it's a shockingly pleasant intro. Yes, but I've been saying the whole podcast. They just run this idea into the fucking ground on this album. This is. Uh, one trick pony the album for sure it sounds like he's been doing uh, some vocal training since since they reunited yeah not much you can only do so much when you're working with a pile of turd but he's he's doing it this is to say silly words. He doesn't even need to sing good. Say more silly words like street kick and round round she goes, baby. Like <laughs> say more things like that, buddy. A doom dom diddly. Like do way like emphasize the diddly. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I wonder how Alex feels. Alex, how do you feel? Yeah. This is Worsley's favorite, but like I don't know. I could have flipped a fucking coin between this one and. Any, any of them, really. I don't I'm agree. Gonna give it- yeah, I, I actually like this one more than the last two. I actually like this one more. I don't think it. I mean, there's a lot of bad. There's a, there's a lot of bad for sure, for sure. There's, there's an interesting one-off album by these brothers called Donnie and Joe Emerson, and I'm not going to talk about Donnie and Joe Emerson because who knows? Maybe we'll do it one day, but. I just feel like like there's shit like this that like taps into that that sixties aesthetic better. And it's not that it's awful, awful. It's fucking exhausting. Yeah. Is what it is. So this is this whole album is just uh fifties rock and roll and doo wop. This is that's like that's like they just it was like a conscious decision, it seems like from the get-go. Yes. Like we're gonna make an album full of these kinds of songs. So there's no more modernness. Like I was saying the last couple albums they were like writing songs that kind of fit in with you know the the era that they're in now. Uh they weren't really relying so much on like the the fun Jerry Lewis style rock and roll. Uh now it's just no, we're riding shit from the fifties. All right. Remember little Richard? We're he's back in our form he looks like us now and this and then you get stuff like like 
street cake, which I think is decent in like a if I think like a shittier so a shittier old Beatles like shittier classic Beatles kind of way you know, like the, the the hokiness of you know like it's fun in that sense <clears throat> it's just you know not as well written even you know remotely as well written uh but they're like totally 50 songs like talk to me baby uh total 50 song mm-hmm. um you know what a dumpster fire is I'm so fabulous. Oh, yeah. Oh, sh- so fucking bad. I like so shitty. The the saxes. I like the saxes. Uh, I don't like the song though. I like the intro. Oh, I, I actually like the intro because okay. it's just David like, just being a New York guy talking by himself. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's not. No, it's not. It's like no. Um, kids like you. Bought up. Oh, I didn't. Huh? I didn't have anything about that song. Kids like Kids you. Like you. It's uh, it's the tropical song. There's like a couple tropical mm-hmm. songs, but it's like uh, you know, it's it's slow. It's tropical sounding. Has those slide guitars, uh, but it still has like the the actual writing of it still sounds like an oldie. And then you have full on, full on. I sold my heart to the junk man. Doop cover. It's a full on doop cover. I it fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. It's just monster I, mash, essentially. I think for this album, I'll take it. I think that's one of the stronger ones, but comparing it to music, like the entirety of music, every song ever, it's it's this mediocre. Yeah, no, it's for for sure. Uh, I uh, I really didn't mind the style for them because at least it felt consistent. And it felt like they were in their wheelhouse, like they knew rock and roll really well. So they were able to like kind of play this in a way that was uh, at least somewhat convincing. Whereas like that, that fucking flamenco song on the last album, like that's not convincing. Like, I don't believe it doesn't feel like you really know what you're doing. It's like fine. But uh, this, like, it seemed like they were having fun doing this. Speaking of the flamenco song, I feel like you don't have to cry. Is this a shittier version of it? yeah, it's not. I don't think it's flamenco, but it. It. It's I get what you're saying. If it's not, like, I. I think it has some cool orchestral stuff in there. The strings are fine, but it's like otherwise, it's really weak. It's really, man. Some of the, the attempts at, at ballads here are pretty boring. Like just, just straight boring. Uh, like baby, tell me what I'm on. Just, just so boring, man. Like, <laughs> God. And one thing that that I. I noted. I feel like somebody out there probably likes Funk but Cheek, but it's fucking right awesome. Here. You like it? Right here. I fucking knew. I had a feeling like someone has to like this. Like I hate it. I'm that person. <laughs> I'm that person. What? Do you, explain to me. I don't help me understand. I, I think because it's it's just something different. There's not a lot of palate cleansers in this band. No. And it's just something different, and they didn't murder the concept to death like they do with everything else. Right. Everything else. So, uh, yeah, that song and Fool for You, Baby are like the only, like, or I guess I should say the strongest two on this album for me personally. Yeah, I can't, I can't really disagree because I don't, I don't, again, I don't feel so strongly about anything, yeah. honestly. Sure. But, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I still thought it seemed like 
at least it had a, a, a cohesive vision. Whereas the other ones, like there's these guys have been, have been out of the game. They don't really, they're just kind of throwing shit at a wall and they're, they're putting together an album when they, they have the resources and the funds, but not the ambition or the creativity or the talent. Honestly, I'm sorry, but like they, they're not the, the greatest songwriters. Like they're fine, but holy shit, I man. Think that, I think that's a fair assessment. Imagine arguing over like, oh, it's shit, but it's better shit. That's kind of what we did. <laughs> kind of. Kind of kind of is. Like, this isn't, like, I've heard worse. There is so much worse things than this, than all of these albums. But it's just the monotony of it. and Yeah. Yeah. It, it wears thin pretty quickly. And thank God bless him for, for, for keeping at it and, like, not fucking not dying. God, dude. They didn't die. I mean, That's amazing. I mean, they technically did. Like the, the okay, the, yeah, them. okay, they did. They did eventually. <laughs> but like three, of, whatever. At the time of recording, they were alive. <laughs> but to me, it's like totally different band because the three dudes, you know, died, and now it's just fucking uh, David and and Sil. Uh, Sylvian, yeah. What's his? Oh, Sylvain, yeah. Sylvain, um, Sylvain, yeah. S- Sylvain, and then yeah, I don't, I don't know what they did between 2011, 2006, or sorry, uh, 2016. But that 2016, someone's like, oh yeah, we're fucking done. It's been done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <sighs> I, I would imagine so. I've because everywhere I see, it looks like. You know, 2011 was like the, just, the end. Like, just, yeah. and honestly, I, I'm looking at these these lineups. Uh, there are not so not kidding. Many. There are, I think, nope. Just had to add another one. There are seven members, which means seven or, or, or seven different members in 2011. By 2011, they had what looks like four different guitar players. Holy shit. I'm sorry. Five different guitar players. <laughs> uh, let's see. A couple basses, two basses. Uh, nope. Three basses. <laughs> like there's oh, so many different lineup changes. Like I don't, they, they're not all dying. Okay. Okay. They're not all dying, but like a lot of them are dying. Uh, holy shit. A lot of members have died in this band. <laughs> this is like, a, this is Speak, such a crazy thing of which this, this year, recent well this year. at time of record i uh, if you're listening in the future this year is 2021 sylvian sylvian died from cancer sylvian sylvian yep in true new york dolls fashion he died at 69 so nice god bless him nice god bless him uh yeah he he uh, we were supposed to release this episode earlier but like he had just died right when that happened like right when we were about to start I was like that's just what happened with our Kraftwerk episode with uh, Florian, like died right, right when we were listening to. Yeah, it's fucking it's weird. Uh, if if your band is on our list and you're up there in age, you're you're, you're, you're going to die. It's for sure. It's going to happen. Sorry, uh, we, ju- we just have a death note. Is what I'm getting at, and that's a call back to the anime. To was it uh, <laughs> Steve Cunty? And here we go. Okay. Um, ah. Okay, so there's nothing more to say about the band other than that they were extremely influential. 
I bet they were fuck. They were a hoot to watch live. I bet they were very fucking fun. I mean, they fucking better be because they don't got anything else. Imagine they weren't. Them. Imagine they just kind of stood there. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. No, I'm sure they're amazing. Um. Oh, I just clicked on a thing and now I can't find where I'm at. Fuck. Well, we can't do any more oh. song sa- song samples because I fucked up my iTunes. But uh, I think I think that about wraps it up. I think we should. I think yeah, we got to recap. Done. <laughs> so for me this by default i don't like any of these albums uh self-titled album new york dolls best personal favorite whatever it's the one everyone talks about just fucking Fuck. yeah, this, this is your fucking music critic alex over here <laughs> worst least favorite i was beaten into the ground i could not take any more Dancing backwards in high heels. Dancing backward in high heels. Honestly, dancing backward, like not not pluralized, sounds grammatically incorrect, and that's the way they have it. Like, is it isn't it backwards? I didn't even I didn't even think about that. My brain cells are are mush right I'm, now. <laughs> I'm a fucking maniac with this stuff. Like, ever since I first wrote down that album title, I'm like, it should be dancing backwards, right? It should be dancing backwards in high heels, not dancing backward. That's like. But then again, the album before it is called Cause I Says So with spelled S-E-Z. So maybe I shouldn't be taking grammatical advice from the New York Dolls. Maybe. And the album before that is very awkward to say as well. So It's true. You have to say it kind of like a douchebag. One day will please us to remember even this. It's the only way to possibly say that album title. Uh, Okay, my picks. Too Much Too Soon. Uh, Best personal favorite. I actually think it's a cool album very interesting i don't i don't i didn't just pick it reluctantly because i hate the band i think it's a cool <laughs> i'm not gonna listen to it again for a while because i listened to it uh, a third time today like yeah, it's, it's my favorite one fuck it i'll give it another whirl like man this, this isn't that consistent <laughs> like even then i'm like some all right rough shit some rough shit still like it though uh and then uh, the first reunion album one day it will please us to remember even this Easily worst, easily worst, least favorite. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. Oh god. Okay. Uh, thank there you. are some choices made on that album. I'll just say that there are choices made. This band made choices in life. <laughs> my god. Oh boy. But thank you so much for listening and watching. Uh, I really, I can only imagine the people still here are ones that either also don't like the New York Dolls or just don't care and like us because anybody that came here for New York Dolls is gone. It's fucking gone. We we probably went like 40 minutes too long on this one, but it's our fucking show. We'll do what we want. I can't believe this uh, this band has five albums and we've done an hour and a half. That's like we're just fucking a couple of chatterboxes now. Like we just can't <laughs> shut up. Uh, but thank you so much for listening and watching. If you want to support us after all of this, please, we're going to need it. We're losing fans. We're bleeding fans because every time we get someone new, we release a new episode and we lose that person for saying something mean about a band they like. Uh, so please uh, subscribe on youtube.com slash every album ever. Great review, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, you know, Spotify, all that good stuff. Follow me on Instagram at Pope Jesse Ventura and Alex at Mother Puncture and Spotify playlist on the New York Dolls. There will be four songs, two songs from there each of us. Be. No, no, there will be more, just not much more. Find a link in the description of wherever you're listening or watching, as well as uh, we got a place associated with every other episode, everyallmember.com. You get links to merch, 
whatever. New merch coming soon. We will. I don't know when we'll get a new update, but I'm excited. I'm excited. Hmm. Yeah. Unless someone wants to throw more bones our way, so we can in turn pay artists to. <laughs> yeah. No, we're we're not. We're we're outsourcing this shit. I ain't. We ain't, we ain't fucking oh, no, drawing no. the shit ourselves, man. No. But at least at least we have the fourth thought to like. Hey, we should put out something nice, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually wearing the merch that we currently have. This is uh, from my one of my old albums from my old band, Broadbill. Uh, I don't recommend the album so much. It's fine. It's cool. It's, it's fine. But I think this is a bitchin' ass shirt, and we got hoodies and masks and all that stuff. But <clears throat> everyalmever.com, you know. And there's all, this was also a link to the store in the you know description. Patreon, patreon.com slash every album ever. Bonus episodes, early access to the Loose End series where we cover, you know, more current albums of bands we've already covered. You get those in advance uh, before everyone else. Uh, 20% off all merch, you know, like we said before. And if you want to jump the line when requesting an artist, every album ever at gmail.com. Uh, tier two lets you jump the line. That's, uh, it's very neat and good and fun. And there's also other perks, you know, for fans of the show on there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You're going you're gonna to stick me with last song, aren't you, son of a bitch? Want to fight for it or I... I could, I could fucking. It's not going to be interesting. I could fucking take it though. Uh, let me think. I, uh, I don't know. No, it's got to be. No, I think. I think we'll agree that's got to be Chatterbox. Okay. F- yeah, that's yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, it's that's, it's an actually good song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. See ya. One, two, three, four. Yeah.